When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big welcome along to, to former All Black halfback and Blues halfback as well, and Steve Devine, who... Uh, has been, uh, I'm sure, keeping an eye on a blue squad which is growing on a weekly basis. Should we be surprised? Well, no, they really, uh, they won the Trans-Pasman side of uh, Super Rugby last year and they've just backed it up with consistent performances. One loss this year and it looks better and better when you see blowout scores at the weekend like 71-28 over the Rebels. Morning to you, Steve. Thanks for joining us. No worries, Smitty. How are you? I'm I'm really good, mate. And as a Blues, a former Blues player and a, a Blues fan, um, I would imagine deep down that uh, you're quite pleased with the trend at the moment. Mate, yeah, the, the boys are playing well, there's no doubt about that, but uh, mate, I, I still don't think they've put a, a solid 80 uh, minutes together just yet, and um, yeah, we're not quite we're not quite at the business end of the season, so there's still, still a little way to go, but certainly uh, it has been a great improvement on the last, on the last few years. Look at the personalities uh, off the field to begin with. Uh, it seems that Leon McDonald has found the right balance, uh, and along with uh, Tom Coventry, Daniel Halangahu, uh, they seem to have um, found an acceptable mix uh, for the players to, to warm to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, made, I, I was actually down uh, at Blues HQ yesterday. Uh, we had a bit of an old buggers catch up and uh, cook breakfast for the for the team and. Um, mate, I, I am impressed by the team. They're, they're they're allowed to be themselves. They're allowed to be the individuals that they are, and um, and they get together when when it's time to do some hard work, and they get stuck in together, which um, is making for a pretty good environment down there. I can tell you. So, who are the generals? Who who who's running the cutter on the field as as you look at it at the moment? That's that's getting it going in the right direction. Um, well, obviously, Bowden Barrett's been a pretty big influence, and. Uh, you know, he, he's what's been needed for a long time. He's a cool head at number 10 to, to make sure that everyone's heading in the right direction. So he's clearly an influence. Um, Stephen Perifetta's had a pretty outstanding year. He, um, he had an awesome uh, end of last season and, and has backed it up again this year. So, I mean, the Blues the Blues have always done pretty well up here with, with the talent they have when you have a general sort of guiding them around the pitch. So, you know, I think... I think um, uh, Bodie Bodie's done a pretty good job of that, and um, and and the others while they've been uh, while he's been away, but um, also um, Dalton in the forward pack. He's just, I mean, he's still a kid, but he's just he's just tough and hard, you know. And um, and then you've got uh, Luke Romano, who's who's into the team as well. Just a, a bit of old school toughness is um, is what's really I think has given that forward pack a bit a bit of a hard edge this year. Uh, nothing better than to see a, a Blues backline express themselves, and uh, we saw that at the weekend, uh, 71-28. Uh, the finishing was superb from pretty much every area of the park. So that, I think, is, is, is music to the ears of, um, of Blues fans when, they, when you, when you can sight, kind of see that kind of talent unleashed on a consistent basis. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, 
the, the back line is good. They they perform well, but they, they, to be fair, they're allowed to perform pretty well. That the Rebels team didn't offer a lot uh, in terms of wanting to tackle anyone. So, um, but you know, they, they started poorly, but they got themselves back into the game through you know the forwards. Um, I think finally, you know, we've always had a pretty pretty talented back line with um, you know with some individuals that are you know really that that top end. But we it's it's the forward dominance that I, that I've liked this year the most that's impressed me they, they they're able to get the ball over the advantage line you know pretty consistently and and, and be guaranteed to win their own ruck ball and I, I think that's a big part of it having, having the Ford having the Fords been able to win consistent ball and you know the backs don't need to try and do it in one phase or two phases they, they, they're happy to hang on to the ball and they're happy to do it in nine or ten phases and you know if the Fords keep getting over the advantage line then then it makes it a tough day when you've got those um explosive backs on the outside to, to finish off like they have been so I mean it was great to see it was great to see on Saturday you know what some long-range tries as well but you know they, they were allowed to play pretty well it's going to be a completely different story this weekend okay let's uh, look at also uh, you mentioned Dalton Popperley who has who has having the season of all seasons thus far he must be putting his name up in lights for Ian Foster and co on a more regular basis but um, there's some pretty other handy other well, I won't say acquisitions. They've been around a little while, but the likes of Tom Robinson, um, Hoskins Satutu, starting to have a, a bit of a season on a more regular basis. These are guys that have sort of in the past had good moments, had good hours, drifted away from the piece, been here one week, not quite there the next week. What are you seeing out of of those type of players on a more regular basis? You know, I just think it's the experience thing. So, you know, they're still a pretty young team, you know, and and. I heard Wayne Bennett talk a few years ago about uh, he, he not really been really interested in, in a play until they've sort of hit the 50 game mark. You know, they're not they're still sort of understanding themselves how to get themselves prepared weekly, and and until they hit until they hit that 50 game mark, then they don't really have the maturity to you know to push and to push other people. So I think with the Blues, we're starting to see that maturity level come through now. Those the boys who've been there for two and three years are, are sort of starting to step up. That's Hoskins. That's uh, Tom Robinson and uh, Kurt Eklund, you know, they're they've all, they've all starting to get that little bit of uh, game experience where they, they've been there before, they know what to do, uh, they know how to prepare properly, they know how to, um, you know, when the, when the tough really gets going, how to, how to grind one out. And um, that, that's, I think, has been the big difference for the Blues. We've often had these people come in and they're there for two, three years and then they disappear and it, it's, it's sort of really been hard to build a bit of momentum. But it, it seems that we, we, we've got the players now that have sort of got that little bit of game experience. They're sort of getting towards the 50 matches um, and, and, and it just builds depth and it just builds a bit of character when, when they've been in a, in a tough position before. They, they know how to get themselves out of it and they know how to push people around them. That, that's a big Two players thing. in the back. Okay, it's, it's cool, Steve. Steve Devine with us this morning. Uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek and Caleb Clark. Now, Caleb Clark, massive frame, but probably not used in the right fashion, whether it was his own um, uh, inability to get involved in the game to the level of some wingers these days or whether uh, that's not what they wanted him to do. I, I don't know. But uh, what about Roger Tuovasa-Shek's development, Caleb Clark's return to rugby, the 15s game? Yeah, two having both having two pretty awesome seasons. I mean, I had a brief chat to Roger yesterday, and he, he's really enjoying the game. He's learning. He's the first to put his hand up and say he's probably, you know, it's, it's probably a little bit more taught than he thought. But 
he's learning every day. Every day at training, he's learning something new, and and you can see it in his game. You know, he's he's getting better. He's getting a lot more confident over the top of the ball when he's when he's made a tackle to try and get a turnover. You know, they're, they're skills that are going to take a little while to develop, but you can see that that's happening in his game. His passing game's getting better. Um, we all know what he can do with his feet. You know, it's just it's just a matter of now, just just. Um, waiting until he gets a bit of space. You know, he often gets the ball, there's three people right on top of him. But, you know, he's getting there. There's, there's no doubt There's no doubt about it that he's a super athlete. Like, he is he is next level. And um, talking to a few of the other boys, it's, it's about what he does at training and what he makes other people do at training. It's been a big part of um, this team. You know, he's, he's still learning himself, but the, the level of professionalism that he holds himself to is really, really pushing a few of the younger boys like Caleb Clark to to do better at training and to work a little bit harder at training and, and, and it's certainly shown off on the field. And you know, Caleb had, had that tough um, three weeks off due to, um, you know, a pretty a pretty harsh uh, punishment, I thought. But, um, you know, he's, he's a good kid and he's I know he's working hard on his game and, um, you know, when he gets the ball, he, he lights up the field. No one can... Uh, Argue that when he, you know, when he gets the ball, he just explodes and he runs hard and straight and and, uh, and does his thing and, and that's what you want from a winger. So, again, a, just a kid with not a lot of experience and we just got to we just got to be patient with them and, and just give them time because I, I know they're heading in the right, right direction and they're, and they're doing the hard work through the week. So, you know, it's got to be good. Uh, before we get on to uh, halfbacks, and I want to talk about halfbacks around the country as well, not just uh, Finlay Christie and the Blues group, but. Um, the Reds, you mentioned uh, it'll be different this week. What are you expecting from the Reds on the bounce back from losing to the Highlanders? Yeah, listen, the Reds, the Reds are they're, they're a little bit more physical. They're going to make their tackles. Um, they've got some they've got some bigger boys. Um, I, I think the uh, the Tongan Thor is going to be out still with an injury, which is which is huge for them. He's, he's such a, a monumental part of that team of the Reds team. So. Um, I, it just they're going to be bigger and stronger. They're going to make their tackles. Uh, the Blues are going to have to bring some physicality again and, and get on top. They've got to not try and score tries from the first minute, but but try and get on top of the pack first and wind them down. And then once they've got a bit of a rain, then then get it wide to the backs. Um, you know, it's going to be a battle. It's not going to. I don't, I don't think it's going to take 40 minutes and be all over this week. It's going to. It's going to go down to the 60, 70 minutes hopefully, and and they can get on top and and, and grind one out. So I, they're not going to get a run like they uh, they did last weekend. Have our halfback stocks been stronger in the country for a while? Let's let's look at what we've got available to us here. Aaron Smith's a given, uh, and then you put a you know then you put a a group together behind him. You're looking at Finlay Christie this this, this season so far, uh, then you look at uh, T.J. Perinara. Has is he still a, has he still got it? Is he still around? Uh, and then of course you, you're talking about the, the combination from the Crusaders who have always been knocking on the door. Uh, and then this fellow Fokatava from down south. I mean, we're we're looking at quite a good nucleus here, Steve. Yeah, I I really like Finlay Christie. He he to me, listen, Aaron Smith's a given. You're going to take him every day of the week as a big experience. But I don't think anyone, I don't think any halfback is playing as well as um, Finlay Christie in the country right now. Uh, you know, the speed, the speed he gets to break down, the, the speed he clears the ball. Um, he, he's around the field tackling. You know, he's, he's trying to open tackles in the corner. He's he, he's he's on top of his game. And he, uh, to me personally, and he has been for for this competition, he's been the, the best halfback in the comp for sure. And um, yeah, I just think if we can have that passing, that that efficient, get the ball in, get it out, halfback, and also 
along with a running halfback like Fakatava at the moment, you, you'd have to say that that's the that's the greatest combination you can have as, as two halfbacks coming on. You've got one on for sort of 60, 60 minutes, uh, getting the ball in, getting it out, clearing it, um, trying to play quick ruck um, phases, and then you have a guy that come on for the last sort of 15, 10 minutes to, to run, carry um, those forwards around the fringes will be a bit tired and you know, there's no one, there's, there's no better running halfback in the country right now than, than, than Fakatawa. Left out Brad Weber too, of course, who's pretty much an incumbent. If we were picking uh, six months ago, we we're, we're picking, you know, three halfbacks to go on tour, Weber was in there. Um, so there's yeah, another one to absolutely. add to the mix, but he, he's been out with injury. Yeah, it, yeah, it's hard, yeah. I know, I know they're like the people that, they've had and you know they're probably going to get selected again but yeah unfortunately you know Brad Webb we all know what he is and when he's in his best form he's, he's an outstanding running halfback as well um, but yeah unfortunately he's just, he's just been injured he hasn't had a lot of game That the Chiefs haven't quite got on top of their game with momentum and stuff like that so I guess he's got three weeks and maybe four weeks with a, with a, they'll get a quarter final to, to get fit and get back on the field and prove what he's got but I mean, at the moment, if you're picking the game team tomorrow, the, the best two halfbacks are clearly Christie and, and Fakatava at the moment. OK, uh, let's look at uh, what the Blues have got after this week. They have uh, to maintain their top spot at the moment. Two clear of the Brumbries, six clear of the Crusaders, 13 clear of the Chiefs and the Waratahs. So uh, looking pretty solid at the top there. But they do have this encounter this weekend, which could be a gnarly one. And then, of course, they go to Canberra and take on the Brumbies, who uh, I saw against the Chiefs the other day I thought was super efficient. Yeah, the Brumbies are a different team, you know. They they're not they're, they've got a great forward pack. They're they're big and strong, um, and they just play that Northern Hemisphere style. Where they'll they won't play any rugby. They'll they'll clear well uh, until they're in your twenty two, and they get into your twenty two by your mistakes or by penalties, and they don't play any rugby until they get down there, and then they um, and then they. You know, if they don't score from the, the rolling more, then they, they, they've got a few backs that can play. So patience is a big word for the Brumbies. If, if you just, you've got to be patient against them or they'll, they'll hurt you. If you try and play this razzle-dazzle against the Brumbies, like we've seen in the last couple of weeks, they'll, they'll just grind you out and they'll grind you to a spot. They won't play any rugby until they're only 22 and then they're either kicking penalties or scoring tries and, and you're up against it. And, you know, that's what they did to the Hurricanes and Highlanders. So... Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a ding dong battle uh, this week for the Brumbies and the Crusaders, and then they're going to have to back it up again next week against the Blues. So um, it's it's sort of good to see like these in semi-finals the next couple of weeks. It's it's good for the comp to see these games happen. You know, a couple of weeks uh, before they really get down to the to the to the finals footy. Um, the Brumbies are a good team, and um, I, I, it's going to be it's going to be a real good battle against the Crusaders this weekend. It's uh, it's definitely one to watch. Steve, and, and looking at the Brumbies, looking at perhaps an slightly improved Waratahs side, the Reds have talked about. I just uh, wonder, will that transfer? Will it transfer into the gold jersey, the, the gold jersey of Australia? Can Dave Rennie uh, continue this? Uh, what looks on the outside, if you look at score lines, to be in slightly an, an improving trend from their point of view? Do you see the Wallabies being better because of this? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. They'll be they'll be the Wallabies. They're, they're the same players as last year. I just think the Brumbies have just they play their game. They've learnt their game a little bit better. Um, whether the Brumbies game ends up being Australia's game, I'm not too sure. But you know, you know that you know they kick out of your own half. You don't play any rugby until you get a penalty. Once you've got a penalty advantage, then you really try and play some rugby. That's like the UK. That's what you know the Englands and the Irish and, and the French are all doing. 
Um, so, I mean, if Aussie want to play that game, then then that's up to Dave Rennie. But, I mean, traditionally, Dave last year tried to try to throw the ball around a little bit and tried to run around the All Blacks. So, um, I don't see that game working. I, I can, I, yeah, I don't see that game working. I see the Brumbies game plan working. Um, you know, the Irish, the Irish did it well against us last year, and the French beat us last year. The Africans, um, they they play that northern northern hemisphere style now. So. Um, you know, we struggle. The All Blacks struggle against that game plan. And, and if I was coming up against the All Blacks as a coach, that's certainly what I'd be trying to do is playing no rugby, waiting for a penalty in the 22 and then waiting for a penalty advantage. And, and I mean, look at it, South Africa. That's all they've done for the last three years and they're world champs and number one team in the world. Mm. Uh, well, OK, let's, um, if that's the plan, let's hope the All Blacks can, uh, can actually master it as well. So, hey, Steve, it's been great catching up with you. It's been a while. Um, fantastic to hear your thoughts on the Blues and particularly that halfback situation, which uh, is pretty strong at the moment. Go well. Thank you. Cheers, baby. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.